for tuning in to the first episode of Ready Set. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Angus. I'm Derek, and I'm Ricky. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Yeah. So, man. So today, I guess we could talk about you know how we grew up in school, how you know life as growing up like a, being an Asian kid, the difference like expectations, you know, like homework, all that stuff. Just how hard it was and how different it was. Right, because you went to a uh, predominantly uh, Caucasian school. Yeah, so I grew up like in a more of a white neighborhood, which is um, more of like the well-off area. Mm-hmm. So majority of the people are white. So all my best friends when I grew up were all white. Um, but yeah, like growing up there, like when you're young, you don't really see difference in color right so it's pretty chill everyone's super nice um it's only when you reach into like high school where you start differences. yeah differences people kind of like separate into groups um they did that in elementary but it wasn't no one really cared no one really paid attention to that stuff oblivious right yeah yeah, yeah. i think that one of the biggest things like growing up i guess is the meals and lunch um all the asian people have rice and no <laughs> White people have, or Caucasians have, um, soups, yeah. bread, yeah. and sandwiches. Sam- yeah. sandwiches is the two go to. Um, but yeah, all the Asian kids tend to have dumplings. Yeah, the lucky kids get dumplings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then usually all of them has rice. The lucky kids get uh, warm dumplings in a thermos, whereas like yes. me, I live in uh, fucking pl- uh, plastic Tupperware. It, has, like, it was cold, <laughs> and it had this like smell of. Flour and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like for me, I didn't really get that. I actually had sandwiches because my. So I had sandwiches. They conformed. Yeah. So, but no, it's just because my parents were so busy working, um, that the quickest thing was sandwiches. So what kind of sandwiches like like uh, just, sandwiches no, like just like sandwiches like, or like PB and J just ham and cheese ham like and the cheese. basic like craft cheese mm-hmm. and then the basic like ham it's the like cheapest ham. ham you could find at mm-hmm. grocery stores so I had that for like once and then that was like the only thing I had and then of course when you're a kid you like egg waffles oh. so. I told my parents, I'm like, I want egg waffles. I'm like, okay, so instead of bread, they put egg waffles and cheese and ham. I had that for That's like- That's so smart though. They're doing that these days yes. and they're like in 2020. Yes, but then like, egg waffles is only good right when you make it fresh. Cause it's like hot, kind of crispy, you know, soft inside. But if you leave it out for a long time and they wrapped it in like plastic, so it gets soggy, <laughs> but it's Moist. so bad. And I had that for like three months straight. I got so sick to the point I like ate half of it and I threw it in the garbage. And I was taught never to waste food, right? So that was oh the um, end. They'd be so disappointed if they heard this. Yeah. So, <laughs> my parents would beat me. So, but yeah, that was, um, that's like growing up. It was like that. But in high school, it was a bit different. Upgraded from sandwiches to um, the microwavable you know, dinner. Mm. those stuff and then they would microwave it in, in the morning and i would just it would sit in my lunch bag till like lunch and it was cold 
but it was way better than sandwiches. Right? That's that's not great. Or did you ever have like a just instant noodle cup noodles, and then all you get is, hot, is boiling water at, at school? Oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was the shit. Yes, <laughs> the easiest lunch ever. Kids were jealous of that. Yes. <laughs> we like. I think I asked my parents. I'm like, can I just have instant noodle back in elementary? And they're like, okay, fine. It's got a thermos. Got that. And then I was like one of the first kids that had that. And ever, ever since then, like all the kids in elementary had that. And I was like, yo, what the hell, man? Like, Honestly, it was the easiest lunch to have. Like, like all you need is the hot water because then you just bring all the dried ingredients and you just yeah. have to wait a few minutes and you get something hot out of it rather than like, I don't know if your school ever had like microwaves. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, so like having to line up for the microwave to heat your food was like the biggest pain in the ass because you have this long line of kids yeah, yeah. You know, waiting to each one to heat up their uh, their whatever pizza or whatever for like two right, minutes a minute each two minutes <laughs> yeah and yeah. then there goes a lunch break yeah, like, okay well I guess I'll play time's over then. yeah <laughs> but instead like people just line up for the kettle for the- <laughs> 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 that's that what happens so that's where they start telling kids like bring your own thermos because there's like there's such a huge lineup because everyone just wanted instant noodle but I, all the cool kids though always had those um lunchables oh i always wanted lunch was that more elementary school or that, that was elementary school? that was okay. elementary lunchables that's like pre-charcuterie crackers <laughs> yes and you build your own pizza yeah. like man that was like the cool kids i asked my parents and they said it was too expensive and oh. i never had that so i just um just watch from afar <laughs> did you ever get to try one though yeah eventually it, back then I thought it was so good <laughs> when my friend gave yeah. it to me, but like, I think I had it in high school or something mm-hmm. just to try it. Yeah. It tastes so bad. Yeah, it's like yeah. the worst. I haven't had it since plant. like elementary, but I thought I remember it was pretty good. I like gourmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> build your, yo, build your own pizza. Oh my God. Do they still have those? Yeah, they do. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I think, think so, the one of the issues I had with lunchables though was because I never got full. Like, I, I had it, like, once, and I was like, is that it? Is that all I get? Yeah, it's like crackers. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I'm still hungry. I'm like, and I'm, some of the other kids I, I had, like, lunch with, when they had, they were, they were like, it's okay for when, when you're a kid, but, like, like it's, it's definitely you'll be hungry after school kind of thing. Like, very hungry after school kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, the portion size is like, maybe <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. six months as an adult now. Yeah, yeah. Did you get a water bottle when you're yeah. like, like, did you did your parents ever give you a water bottle to drink from when you're in elementary? Because I never had one until like think I was so. in high school. Yeah, high school was I usually just a water bottle. So I was, always had one and I always lost it. They were so bad. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost must must have been at least twenty from oh all of elementary school. Yeah, from grade one to grade seven, I lost so many. Oh my God. Honestly, I think uh, like parents might sh- like should have known a little bit better because like when you're a little kid and you're playing around, you're not gonna remember your water bottle. It's like where'd yeah. you get your water bottle? I don't know. Yeah. All I had <laughs> was just juice box. It's like I'll kill for a juice box. Really? Oh man, I was so dumb when I was young. I thought that I could drink half of it and then save it for later. So I put it in my backpack. <laughs> and then the first time it was like preschool. Or day, I don't know when it was, but it was so young. I remember I saved half of it, 
put in my backpack, got home, and my backpack was all like soaked. I'm like, oh, I wonder why. And I looked at my oh, so never you, you cannot drink half a juice box and put it back in the backpack. It's it does not work. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking it's learning. Yeah. Learning experience. Exactly. <laughs> Man. But did your parents ever have like um expectations like when you were in school? Eric? Uh, like you know, clear... Asian expectations, you know, good grades, you know, at least get into university or college. It's like bare minimum. It was the bare minimum for my parents. I was like, I know there are certain like that Asian tiger parents, you know, like the ones we see on like Netflix or like the ones we hear about where they're like, no, you have to get like A's on every single subject and be on like the principal's honors list, right? And like, um, but for my parents, it was more like, you know, like just like do your best. Like A's and B's are definitely like the warranted but it's more like if as long as i was able to get my grades enough to get into university then that's all i really cared about at the end of it mm. and i uh, truly feel that as time goes on like uh, maybe this is more true for our asian parents when they're more either like first generation or just immigrated here generation um that they start off with high expectations <laughs> And then as time dwindles on, the expectations do get lower. Like <laughs> the, the threshold gets lower. And like, uh, I don't know if that's from parental disappointment from us, but <laughs> so, so like boring. it feels, it does feel like it. Like I have two younger brothers and as the eldest of the three brothers, I probably had the shittiest time because uh, let's face it, when you're the firstborn of, of any family, you're basically the experiment, right? So, like, they're trying to figure out boundaries, what they can or can't do. And then if they have future children, the rules are slightly more relaxed for them because they know what to expect of certain things. Mm-hmm. And because there's always a parent's first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just experimenting. They don't know what's going on. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's, like, and there's, there's no Google back then. Yeah. There's no fucking ask that's, Jeeves. That's yeah. why you You're have, just fucking, yeah. That's why I have more than one kid. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I have. It's a fallback. Yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's like, second one is better. Yeah. Like, Third one is better. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think when by the time I hit high school, like, in elementary school, the expectations were a bit higher. But... Once I hit high school, like later on in the high school years, like grade 12 is when I graduate, uh, for those that might be listening in the States, it's like we literally, yeah, literally their expectations were as long as you can get into a university or college, we're absolutely happy. And we're like, I'm like, no, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And in university, unless you're planning to go to graduate or uh, any graduate or like, I guess, like lawyer or medical school, then your grades don't really apply. So mm-hmm. once you pass the course, then it's fine. You'll get your certificate, bachelor's degree, uh-huh. or associate's degree, mm. or whatever degree that you want. <laughs> what were you working? Uh, my parents were really lenient on me. I think they knew mm. right off the bat when I was like elementary that I wasn't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> You're a special kid. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna achieve any uh, fucking lifetime achievement awards. <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, really. I think they were just glad that I didn't end up in jail or anything like that, which is, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty good. Because I've got two older brothers. Uh, first, or my oldest brother, he didn't do too good in school either. 
Um, but my bro- middle brother did. Mm. So I think they, yeah. Uh, but they're all chill with all three of us. So it's just like the draw, I think. Mm. Yeah. But do you think going, because you went to university, I didn't uh, complete. So would you say that your life would uh, or has greatly benefited from going through to university? Because there's all the, the student debt. There's the, oh, although like I'm really jealous of the, the experiences, yeah. like the, the yeah. home parties and all that stuff. And, uh, but also like the clubs and the bonding. Yeah. So I think one of the things is like the experience that you get out of it. So I won't go out and say that everybody needs to go to university or to get a, a degree of some, some sort. But I believe it puts you in a better standing in mm. certain areas. Uh, it really depends on where you want to sort of put yourself, right? Obviously, I'm assuming that you would want a career whether or not you mm-hmm. go to university or mm-hmm. college or mm-hmm. whatnot. So, like, certain places you can get away with not having a university or graduate degree mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or some sort of trades degree. Um, but in other fields, it would definitely be warranted to have it. So um, one of the best examples I can think of is like, I guess right now would be maybe just accounting. Um, accounting is you can go to school and after school you have to, um, you can get an accounting degree or you can get a business degree or any business related degree. And then you would have to go take the prerequisite courses. As long as you have the prerequisite courses, then you would get into the accounting program finish their set of courses and then take the final licensing exam. Um, without that set of courses, though, you cannot get into that program. So hence, you need the grading. But I do have friends who are in a sort of like, say, computer science. Computer science is one of those things where you have to have the dedication to learn. It doesn't matter if you're in school or not. You can teach yourself computer science. But how good you are is depending on how much time and effort you put into it. Mm. And you don't necessarily, if you're a good coder, you can prove it by like creating a portfolio, things that you've done mm. over the time. So you don't necessarily need a degree, but as long as you can prove it mm-hmm. to whoever your future employers are that you have the capabilities of doing it without having to go to school, then I'm sure they would be fine. Startups are like that too. Right. They, they have a lot of startups that you don't necessarily need somebody from a very well-educated background, but as long as they have the requisite skill sets to mm-hmm. do what you need them to do, mm-hmm. then that's perfectly fine. Yeah, but I would say the experience was worth it for me. Um, as for things like debt and stuff, I can't speak on behalf of a lot of people because I didn't really have much student debt. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, a thing that my family did very well for me was because they had the expectation I was going to post secondary. Nice. It was they had like uh, over here we call it RESP registered educational savings plan, and so they already had like a small nest egg of money available to me if I were to choose to go to um, right the the post secondary right yeah nice did you end up saving like your own chunk or did your parents help you out a little bit of yeah, yeah. Both, yeah. yeah, so I did hold down a job while I was in uh, undergraduate yeah. university, and then 
Yeah, it just I actually had like held down a job ever since like grade nine of high school. So mm-hmm. it felt weird after a while not working while doing the school, even though it was like somewhat stressful sometimes. Uh, Still working. I used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I always wanted to go to university. Well, I never experienced that life. <laughs> like going to clubs and all that stuff. Like man. To uh, meet some people, <laughs> I don't know. It's but like, your thing was like really intense. Way yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. So like I I went to art school. Like I knew what I wanted to do when I was really young. So one thing I learned is like I didn't do too well in school. I was pretty much the dumb kid mm-hmm. in class. Um, and then high school, I was moved to a different high school than all my other friends because of how bad I did. No so I went to a special program. Oh shit. It's definitely not IB. It was, <laughs> uh, I think it was called communications. So it was- Oh, they it, thought you were a fob? No, they, it was a, no, it's like literally for dumb kids. Annoying. Yeah, so. <laughs> Angus is a little slow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like you do so poor in class, like in school overall, they just put you in the special program. Annoying. But then, after going to that special, so I had, um, back then, no interest in school. All I wanted to do was just play video games and just play, like, that's it, right? Um, but ever since I went into that high school, there was like a switch that turned on. And I knew, like, if I continued to keep going down this route, like, I would end up screwing my whole life over. So I actually took school super serious. And then I like did all my homework. Um, yeah, I just did all my homework, like study for tests, which I never do, which is the first time. So you buckled down. Yeah, but then this, yeah, and then my mentality changed as in like, I really learned to grind and like put the work in. But at the same time, that special class or that program actually taught, they taught in a different way. It's very visual. And it was my first time get to experience what smart people experience is that you don't need to study to remember everything. Like they taught in a way which helps me remember everything. Like they go through the textbook, but it's a specific way. It's very visual learning. And I don't, I can remember everything. And when I go take the test, I like ace it. And I'm like, wow. So this, it's memory based. It's very memory and visual. Yes, stuff? it's very visual. Oh. They they have a specific, I think yeah. there's a term for it now, right? It's a special school now. They they do a different kind of teaching method. It sounds like letter M. I forgot what it's called. Like that's how I learned. And that's something I figured out later. And then I went to, parents put me to like this tutor stuff where they- It's like Kulan figure, and whatever? No, it's the one they- yeah, similar, but the one they brought me to was like um, something learning, and they figure out something <laughs> maybe, maybe special learning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I was it's basically they they take you one by one, so you get your own like instructor, Whoa. and they teach you in a specific way depending on where your skills are at. Mm-hmm. So I was a very visual and hands on, so they taught me stuff very visual and hands on, and I would get it like that. Different way of teaching. So that special program actually taught me, they taught like that. And I got things like so easy. And I was like, wow, this is what smart people feels like. You don't have to study. Like you just remember things. And then I was actually the smartest in in that class. 
And I'm like, wow, I'm not that dumb, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, like, went through high school. And then the program goes from grade 8 to grade 9. After grade 9, I did pretty well. And then I transferred back to Prince of Wales, where all my elementary school friends went to. I guess my parents, for them, they're pretty, they're actually very strict parents. But for, I think, career-wise, they're okay with whatever. But I think it's because... It's like semi-non-traditional. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Like, they're very traditional, certainly. Um, but you just, all you have to do is just give them something, like, super dangerous. So I want to be a stuntman. And then I, like, wreck my body. So not tomorrow, to the point where I the worst is where I misplaced my spine. And then I couldn't walk. Like, walking was so painful for, like, it took three months to recover. And after that, my parents like, yeah, you're not being a stuntman. And I was so serious of becoming a stuntman. I like, my parents are like, did a bunch of research for me. I wanted to go to China to like train for like a couple months. And then- They were willing to let you go? Yeah, yeah, because I was really serious of being a stuntman. Like I watched all those like martial arts movies and then like training videos. Like I would practice like nonstop. And I did martial arts when I was really young. So that really helped. But I wanted to be like, best but then i overtrained didn't know about nutrition stress um so it was pretty bad so then after that i'm like oh wait what else do i like video games i'm like why don't i just do art so that's when i went to art school would you you say that um that was the most serious physical injury you've ever had one of the ones yeah probably one of the ones yeah and then after that got some other ones from weightlifting (laughs) (laughs) bulging discs like Two times, I think, Jesus. but it's okay. Like I know about like rehab movements, just trying to fix that. But, but you know, working in front of a computer doesn't help because then your back gets stiff. So it doesn't really do anything. doesn't really help in that way. But yeah, they were pretty cool with art school. Yeah. But I didn't know until about applying university until one of, I was in like PE and this, one of this guy came up to me, he's like, oh, what are you going to go apply to? I'm like, you guys have to apply to universities. Like, you didn't know that? And I felt so dumb. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I actually, like, after that, I went straight home. I'm like, do I have to apply for college? And my mom's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, Is it too late? And she's like, well, it's almost end of summer. Like, it's almost end of school. So I'm like, yeah, you probably should get look into it. I'm like, oh, man, this is a lot of work. So yeah i just went basically went straight to art school two years of first year of like art school or foundation went to linker and emily carr mm. and went straight into animation school the year after and then after that start working so i started working when i was pretty young like 20 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but it was like a straight path like yeah second. like i knew what i wanted to do yeah, but like art school yeah but art school doesn't have like clubs like ubc where you get to meet people my animation school was like i think there was only 13 people total for a full so that's it and then um, you're like or specialized training classes yes they're smaller ones yeah because they can teach them more effectively yeah exactly and it's like it's it's expensive too so but i didn't know what stress was until i actually went to that school i like actually like second semester i think i like kind of broke down and i told my mom like i don't know if this is really what i want because it was so stressful like you earliest you get to school was at I think it was at nine or eight 
And then the latest, I would say, is the midnight. Yeah, and we had like second semester, the most classes we had was 13 classes in a week. I think out of 10, uh, 10 of those classes, you had a project do the next week. Jeez. So you're like cramming in, like you're just project out of project. Like you just It's work. so intense. Yeah, and you're learning programs, right? And every program is different. Interface is different. So it's tough, but it's okay. It's, it's great, I guess. <laughs> kind of burnt out now, but not bad. But hey, go with your passion, man. <laughs> Until it dies. <laughs> it's a really different thing. Yeah. Did you have anything that you like wanted to be in particular, Ricky? Like, were you like, did you have like, anything that you were like, particularly interested in? Uh, actually, the funny thing was, uh, I never did too well in school, but I have my both of my older brothers, they both work in a hospital in the medical side. Oh, wow. So I was thinking, oh, it'd be kind of funny if uh, all three of us were in a hospital together one day. So I was taking some courses and uh, there was one day where my dad, he needed to get um, some sort of minor eye surgery. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, oh, I wonder how serious it is. And I Googled or well, I YouTube the video uh, just to see what it's like. And yeah. in the first like two minutes of fucking needles jamming into the eye, I threw up. Oh my god! Yeah, there was a fucking garbage truck behind me, and I threw up. And I was like, "All right, I don't think medicine or anything <laughs> medical is, is is for me." So I just I I stopped. But you went from like you saw a video that went from like zero to a hundred. Oh my like, god! Straight to like surgery. I did not expect anything <laughs> like that. So that was like. <laughs> I, as some might say that might be eye-opening <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i i just worked uh, a lot of different jobs since then and uh, got a lot of different experiences from different mm-hmm. uh yeah companies um, nice yeah it's a lot more do you feel that pressure you have to match up to your brothers no 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 I, I don't think my family ever gave me that pressure either. oh that's nice mm-hmm. that's good that's yeah, good pretty lucky yeah i feel like a lot of younger siblings tend to have that um which is which can really make them chase the wrong mm-hmm. wrong career i guess i, I think uh, there wasn't a single stretch of time where i was uh without income or with a steady kind of company so mm. i think they uh as, i think as long as i was with some sort of reputable employer yeah, so was it like mind. contract no 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 no, no. just like different companies oh okay okay for a few years but uh yeah yeah like mine's usually like contract based so it was like super tough like after like three or two months left you're like oh god what's next oh my i need money it's it was stressful and then you go on ei as like the worst thing and then yeah especially when you uh, have to like pay rent and like exactly and a mortgage if you do have a place it's i don't know it's it's tough in my opinion Honestly, I think <clears throat> perhaps the Asian perception of the parents wanting, you know, what's the, what's the big three? Doctor, lawyer, engineer? Oh, was my it, grandma. My name? grandma. Wa- no, doctor, lawyer. lawyer. Um, my grandma used to say policeman. And then uh, later, and then later they find out that they die a lot. So my mom was like, no, no police. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just doctor, lawyer. Yeah, doctor, lawyer. And then uh, I think she changed it to like a scientist or whatever. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. like engineer, scientist. Yeah. yeah would be around like the big three yeah i think unless you're from an extremely traditional uh sort of asian family you don't necessarily 
the parents don't necessarily see it that way anymore. Like, of course, it would be ideal because in essence and statistics-wise, those three occupations would earn you the most money. And income revenue-wise, I can see why, like, even for Asian families, it's also about face, right? It's like, oh, you know, yeah. I have a son or daughter who's a doctor or a lawyer who's like you know, engineer, yeah. you know? I used to joke with some of my friends who were like lawyers or once I became a doctor and say, hey man, you became the ultimate Asian parent dream. You know, <laughs> you made it, you know? But I think if your parents are a little bit more on the modern side, like, I, of course, ideally they might want you to consider those roots, but in a very realistic sense, they know, they would know how capable you are or like what your interests are currently in. Continuously trying to push you towards that direction, because um, like there's tons of examples where it hasn't worked out for a lot of people. And change career, right? Just like change careers, or like you know, um, they're miserable and jaded. Oh yeah, and then know? later they're just like, I hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel attached? <laughs> a, a little bit. Like that, I hate my life. Like, what, what am I doing? I wasted like twenty years of my life doing this. Like, this money doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, and this is, that's why people get married mm. they have a different reason of um, I'm, I'm just kidding <laughs> different reason you know like to make money I've, I don't know I work with like in my fields everyone's at a different age there's like people who are very young and people who are married and then when you ask them like their drive it's all very different right young people tend to their drive is the passion and then when you get older it shifts more into family right, right? that's something I realized the flexibility kind of thing um, what do you mean by flexible? Like, how how are you able to balance like such a crazy work schedule with family? Yeah, or some of them they just they do the they just work clock in, they, clock out. Family? Yeah, clock in, clock out as more of like as long as I can support my family, right? Um, not more of like the career, mm-hmm. like kind of advancement. And yeah, all like they just stability is huge, right? Stability is everything. So, yeah, I'm at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> stability is good. Yeah. But did you guys ever get beat when you were a kid? Oh. Like learn, you know, like doing your homework. You know, all right. If, it, if there's anybody that works for child services, you can stop here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, as Asian kids, everybody got beat. There's like a there's just a, a a rule that if you're an Asian kid, you gotta get beat, right? Yeah. Got, I've been yeah. hit with uh, with belts, with uh, feather dusters, with metal rods. Slippers, yeah. You got lucky yeah, that yeah, you get the slippers. Oh, <laughs> you get yeah, lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good day. That was a good day. It's kind of soft, you know. And then you pretend you cry more, so they start still be like, "Oh, this one hurts the most." <laughs> when they catch on, they'll be like, "Oh, he's faking it. Give me, give me the big one." Well, what was the most lethal weapon that you've ever gotten hit with? Um, the lethal one, I think is. I don't think there's a lead. My dad threw like chairs at me. And you know the voltmeter stuff? Um, the electric? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like when I was young, you know, like my parents work a lot. So usually either I'm at my grandparents' place or at, my, or at the factory with my parents. And if, you're at, if I'm at the factory, like you're bored. There's nothing to do. Like your parents tell you to read. I don't freaking want to read. I went to school already. You kidding me? I don't want to read more. <laughs> So they were telling me to do my homework, finish my homework, and nothing to do. So they have this voltmeter on like table, 
And you know, you put those two needles together. It's like, beep, beep. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I kept doing that. My parent, my mom was like, yeah, stop. And I, and I, when you're a kid, you don't fucking care. So I kept doing this. And then my mom like stood up. She grabbed one of the needles and she like stabbed me on my arm. No way. Yeah, and I was lit. I was screaming so loud. And then later, I think many years later, I asked my mom, like, do you remember? You stabbed me with the boat. Me and my mom's like, no, no, I don't remember anything. I was like, you liar. You liar. Do that, please. No, it's it kind of faded, but it was on the left arm. I remember because <laughs> I was bleeding. It was like a hole, and I was screaming like, "Oh my god!" Oh. And my mom went back and she stopped working again. And I'm like, "And then you had to pull it off your arm yourself." She pulled it off for me. She pulled. She she, 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 she stabbed. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. Was, and hey, lesson learned: never play with a bull. <laughs> or stop when she says stop. <laughs> Maybe not that. I think I still messed up. <laughs> but not the bolt meter. I knew that she would stab me with yeah. it. So, you know, that was, that was probably the worst one. Um, I think the most trauma, I think any kids, the most traumatizing is your dad or whoever's going to beat you tells you in the car, be like, when you get home, that's it. That's all they say, and you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> they're driving home, and you're like, "Oh god, more, more red lights, please!" And you're like sweating you're for a car accident or anything. <laughs> yeah, the closer it gets home, the more you're sweating, oh and then you have to like get out of the car, knowing that once you step in, you're gonna get beat, dude. That's the most traumatizing. <laughs> but my dad takes the next level where he makes us close the window and the curtains ourselves <laughs> so you're closing you're like oh god <laughs> they, and then while you're closing he goes in the closet to get the get the stick so you're like oh god <laughs> this is the worst like this is the most traumatizing thing you can do doing that is almost as bad as uh, actually getting hit because you're you're assisting yeah. you're facilitating your own yeah yeah you're closing the windows so no noise goes out you're, you're putting the sock in your mouth and you're like <laughs> Oh man, my dad was like that extreme, oh. so I got like beat really hard. Yeah, I think I think um, every Asian kid has had the feather duster. Oh yeah, but our feather duster was a plastic uh, hollow tube with metal uh, spiraling inside it for uh, <laughs> for rigidity. So oh that God. was the weapon that my parents always used, and uh, I've gotten hit so many times I've lost count. By oh my, my brothers and I, we we, we all got hit by that. But I've tried to hide it so many times. Did I didn't find it every single time. Really? Yeah. Oh it didn't God. make any sense. Like, what the fuck? Did they, they have uh, some sort of tracking device in there. It was ridiculous. Oh my yeah. God. I see the feather dust there. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I hit it under the couch. Yeah. Did your parents say you were Yeah. I'd say mine was more of just really a regular household item. So I think before. <laughs> I always wanted slippers, never got that. <laughs> I just got the stick. Like my dad made his own, like he has his own stick that he took, like um, you know the bamboo ones where you put the plants? Mm. He put three of the thin ones together and he duct taped it. Oh. And that was the signature one. <laughs> and he always, whenever he takes that one, I'm like, noise. oh my god, because it has so much like whip yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it such a satisfying so sound. Oh my god. <laughs> and I remember like they had that in the the duster, right? Yeah. 
And I remember I threw the duster away in the garbage. Like we live in a condo and I remember we just, we just threw it down like the apartment. And then my dad was trying to find it. And in my head, I'm like, hell yeah, you can't find it. He's got to beat me with this like slipper or something <laughs> soft. And then he's like, he couldn't find it. He busted. He went to a certain area in his like room and he came up with a box and he took one out. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> There's so many more. I'm like, oh my God, this didn't do nothing. I'm like, oh, he beat me even harder because he couldn't find Because <laughs> he was so frustrated trying to find the one that was missing. I was like, damn. <laughs> that, that didn't work. So I'm like, man, let's learn. That was the. Did you ever uh, tell an adult about like getting hit as a joke or passing or anything like that? My my brother actually, uh, he, you don't like they told you about like your child services Mm. and like your beating is not allowed, and especially going to like that school, they really reinforce like your parents are not allowed to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was a smart one. I when they tell me that, I'm like, "Mm, okay, but I'm not going to tell my parents that because that's stupid. But my brother, he he learned that and he went to school. He went home and he told my dad, he's like, hey, you can't hit me. Child services. <laughs> and, and then um, he beat my brother. And then my brother ended up telling the teacher and child services actually called. Oh, yeah. And then my dad got so, my dad's like, oh, you call child services? Uh. And he's like, okay, okay, live with another family. And he took all stuff, threw it outside in the hallway. And I was crying, I was like, oh, sorry. You say you want to live with another family. What are you doing? Oh, my God. And then I'm, like, in the back, just, like, watching. I'm like, so stupid. Why would you Why would you do that? I'm like, come on. So, yeah, that, that's the only thing. I, I knew better to do, uh, ever tell adults about getting hit because, I don't know, at some parts, I... Agreed. Like I, I was bad and I got hit. Uh, there was one time where they spanked me, and it was like that was my first time ever, and it was like a weird sensation, like getting hit on the butt. That's like weird not hard at all. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, I'm yeah. okay with this compared to getting hit with a fucking metal stick. Yeah. And then uh, there in elementary school, there's one day where uh, we were talking about uh, child services, and I didn't know what child services was. Yeah. But uh, the counselor pulled us in one by one. And uh, the child service lady, she was asking me uh, about details at home. And I said, oh, once in a while, my, my family touches my butt. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, really? And then uh, a few days later, while I was at school, they actually sent somebody to my house. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And then they asked my parents about this, uh, this incident. So they thought I was being sexually abused or Oh yeah, my yeah. god! Just being like touched on the butt. What, what did your parents say? No, they're well, just, of course they denied everything. They're just like, oh no, we yeah, just yeah. we just beat them. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. It's just a few uh, smacks. Just a few reactions. But uh, I feel like that was a close call. Like I probably would have taken gotten taken away, but I wouldn't think. Oh my god! I would change my life. After that, you're like, nope. Yeah, I don't tell anybody. Fucking snitches. Well, now as adults, we can we can like really joke about it kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's like i think it's i think it builds personality and character character it definitely builds character so um, the question here would be it's like do you guys would you guys agree that certain disciplines are needed when raising your kids or, yes. or like any anybody raising their kids or like are you okay with like just doing like i don't know 
what what would be the regular punishment these days? Okay. It's just like grounding, scolding, taking away their oh yeah, like, like their tablet. Yeah. yeah, I think that's nowadays. I don't have a kid, so I can't yeah. really say. But that's I what I have here. Kids, so. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like a balance is good. I think balance is everything. Um, I think back then they we get hit a lot because of they didn't know how to communicate. And also, Probably like they were raised that way as well culturally. Yes, and they never knew that it was yes. detrimental to yeah. their well-being. Yeah, and it's also how busy they are, right? Like they're quick punishment. Yeah, they need quick something like a resolve really quick. Mm. So, and hitting is the easiest, right? You hit something, so they're super quiet. Hey, I did his job, but little do they know it's traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> or little do they care? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but they, but I understand now to the point like they're. They're immigrants, right? Like they come here, they're super busy working. They don't have the time to teach us, right? Because that requires time and patience. Yeah. They don't have patience. They don't have time. So the easiest way is to get hit. Um, so I don't think it's the right way, but I think there's some kind of discipline is good. So I think as long as communication is there and you tell them why mm. this is not okay, it's good. But if like, I'm thinking back when I was young, when I didn't care, like, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you just don't care and yeah. you block no everything filter. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's when you need like a little, like, like just not hard. Right. Just, just shake them up. Yeah. Just something just gonna snap them out of it. Reset. Yeah, yeah. Snap them out of it. Like, Hey, that's not okay. I don't know if that's going to be a hit or not, okay. but something like that. Mm -hmm. And then let them chill out for a bit and then explain to them. Right. right. Like I never got an explanation why I got hit. <laughs> just, I just know that whenever they get angry, I'm going to get beat. <laughs> so don't ever go there, but I built up so much like resentment and stuff like that. So it's not good. Um, yeah, but we'll see. I don't have a kid. So that's what I say. Like, <laughs> I might change later on. Angus is coming with a stick. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's like, so how's the discipline going? I'm like, take out a box of like the dusters. I'm like, this oh, is what's geez. happening. <laughs> <laughs> I lied to myself. <laughs> so I guess, um, yeah, I guess this is a, we can end it off here. Well, yeah. Let us know down in the comments if you have any similar experiences uh, growing up. Tell yeah. us how, you know, if your parents beat you. <laughs> I, want, I want to know exactly the details, the weapon. Uh, the injuries, the severity, <laughs> how traumatized you were. Hey, we're all traumatized here. That's why we have character. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, all for right. seeing it. Till the next one.